Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey everyone, and welcome to Come For Supper. I'm Alexandra Dudley, food writer, cook, and serial dinner party host. So I thought it'd be fun to sit down with people who share that love for food, chat about life, and learn a little bit more about how they like to serve supper. I speak to chefs, restaurateurs, artists, actors, authors, and pretty much anyone who likes to entertain. If you're new to the podcast, make sure you click subscribe. And if you enjoy it, rate it, review it, share it, and tell your friends, as it makes all the difference. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy the show. Today in the studio, we have a leading Italian chef. He has worked at restaurants including Franco's, St Alban, Lanima, and is currently heading up the kitchen at London's immensely popular Mortimer House. And he's also the first Italian chef to come for supper. It's Lello Favuzzi. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Thank you for coming. So where have you come from this afternoon? Thank you very much for inviting me. Um, I just uh, end up on my lunch service and I run over to you. Very busy lunch. You had a lot of people in the restaurant today, you were saying earlier. Crazy lunch today. We had uh, 120 cover booked and uh, we did it all. <laughs> well, good. So, I mean, it's definitely going well. Yes. So you were brought up in Sardinia, which is an amazing place to be brought up. It's very romantic there. I I fell in love in Sardinia, you know. Oh, fantastic. (laughs) I come come, um, from this beautiful island, um, despite my mum is from Sicily, another beautiful island, and my father is from Puglia. So in my blood, I've got big influence from southern Italian food. And uh, that's where I'm from. And so were you interested from food from kind of like a young age as a child? Definitely. Uh, not to sound boring as Italian, but yes, we did all with our grandma mm-hmm. and mama trying to learn how to do the, the first step on pasta and uh, obviously bread and all these ingredients we have in the south of so Italy. Were especially. you cooking from very young then? Were you, do you remember sort of being young and kind of learning how to make pasta and I, stuff? I would say nonna? yes, because I started the catering school when I was 14. Wow, 14. Yes. That's and young. my teacher, which is, we're still friends right now, um, in, introduced me to these beautiful words. And mm-hmm. I'm still very uh, glad I did. So what was it that kind of led you to do it really professionally? Because lots of people go to catering school and then maybe they stop doing it. You know, working in a kitchen uh, is hard. I or- see what you mean. I think it was uh, just the passion for it. Yeah. Uh, it's not, you don't have anything else rather than being so passionate about what you do. And in this case, it's kitchen, it's food. And if you don't love, you you just hate it. You, yeah, you don't yeah. want to do it. It's too hard sometimes, I'm honest. Yeah. yeah. So you've been in London for how many years now? 18. 18 years? Yes. What was it that attracted you to the London restaurant scene? Because, you know, the food in Italy is, is quite good. So You know, like every Italian, uh, we barely speak languages in Italy. So I decided to move from Italy and try a different experience just for a couple of years. Watching myself back, 18 are gone. And um, I'm probably going to stay here for much more. Mm-hmm. And I don't regret any of it. 
So you have an incredibly impressive CV of of kind of restaurants you've worked at, and now Mortimer House is is kind of it feels almost like your baby. It's it's got a real kind of it's got that Italian kind of Sardinian influence, and then it also has this sort of Middle Eastern yes, influence. Yes, yes. Um, Mortimer House got a Mediterranean influence, and in particular Israel, mm-hmm. Tel Aviv. Uh, reason why the owner, Mr. Guy Vesha, is from from Tel Aviv and uh, he wants strongly to have that on his menu. So we're talking about purity, Tel Aviv, uh, Middle East cuisine and Italian. We don't want to mix them together. Mm-hmm. Yes. But before so before working at Mortimer House Kitchen, had did you I mean also do you do you enjoy the food of kind kind of Tel Aviv? Do you like that food? Do you enjoy I, cooking it? Enjoy I literally it? love the food in Tel Aviv. The food scene is Absolutely amazing, especially in the vegan and vegetarian world. Mm-hmm. I discover such a great uh, ingredients and spice altogether. Yeah, and it, it must be quite exciting cooking. I, I suppose with like completely different ingredients. You know, things like tahini and stuff. You probably weren't cooking with for the last hundred percent. Um, I used to cook only Italian for all my life, and this new experience is open a new world to me, mm-hmm. and uh, is very very attractive and uh, comfortable. Yeah. To be. It work. I mean, it works really well because I think the nice thing about Mortimer House is that you can, you can do kind of a starter and a main and a pudding, but you can also get yes. maybe you can get like a smaller pasta dish, and you can also get a couple of vegetarian. We have some really lovely, delicious vegetable dishes that you've brought with you here that I'm eyeing up. But you know, you can do that sort of mix, and it it, it works quite well. Hundred percent, hundred percent is a is a sharing moment. I would say in Tel Aviv, like in Italy, like in Spain. It's sharing food, isn't and it? And it's yeah, all about it's you eat. know sharing this dish with the people you love, with friends, with colleagues, and uh, it's just. Uh, it's just uh, so good to have so many veg in your table, mm-hmm. including a bit of pasta now, yeah. a bit of, you know, uh, uh, spicy on it. So altogether is a great formula. Yeah, and they work They work very well, actually, I think. Well, the... I think the restaurant is talking on its own. and Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I've got barely free time at the moment, but it's a very happy time, I must say. That's good. And do you... Um... When you're when you're when you aren't cooking in the restaurant, do you like to entertain for friends and family? I mean, when you have the time, do you like to do that? Uh, I love my Sunday off as yeah. much as I can. I try to take, and I love to cook in the morning for uh, friends, family. When we got time, obviously, because yeah. we're going through the Christmas period, and now my time is getting even less mm-hmm. free. So yeah, as much as we can, we try. Especially in summer, we do barbecue. Yeah, we love. So to what do that. kind of thing? If you were doing a big party like a big celebration for your family or your friends like a birthday or something and you had all the time as well let's just pretend you've got like a week the restaurant's closed cool. for a week someone's yeah. doing your job okay. it's all, it's all okay. taken let's, care let's, of let's let's dream a bit yeah okay. yeah let's dream let's dream exactly what what kind of thing are you kind of kind of serve what do you, people get when they come for supper i would say as, a, as one of the the most easy things i would say some pasta some good pasta yes some good fresh pasta. homemade pasta fresh homemade is my key and uh, i love doing pasta without eggs Especially oh, yeah, what's because that? Peachy. Is that uh, I do cavatelli. Okay, what's which the is similar to peachy is an eggless pasta yeah. uh, made uh, out of rimacinata di semola, which is the wheat durum yeah. flour and warm water. Okay, and that's all. And then you can use any sauce you like. Is it more because you know when I've had peachy, it's like almost more al dente. Of course, just it's naturally. Got, it's got a, a very uh, good bite. Yeah, on it, exactly. Even better than the eggs pasta. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it's suitable for vegan yeah. and vegetarian. Okay, good that's to the know. good, good, good part of it. Yeah. So you'll do some nice pasta. Some nice pasta, and I love roasting 
fish or meat, depends mm-hmm. on the crowd. Uh, I definitely lo- uh, love all fish like sebreem, turbot. Yeah, delicious. Or, you know, this kind of wild uh, yeah. animal. And uh, as well, I love my meat. So Yeah, yeah. so there'll be some meat on there too. Yeah, and what not? about pudding? Do you, you, you serve a pudding? pudding? I don't have extremely sweet po- uh, tooth, but I would say one of my favorites is milfoil when the... Uh, when the when it's crisp enough and the cream is firm, to mm-hmm. it. yeah. Okay, so no, I, like a is like a Italian milfoil is that? Mm. Of course, because I think about a French milfoil. Yeah, I know, I know, but we do as well our version in Italy, mm-hmm. and it's very similar. Okay, lots of fruits in it and a nice cream with vanilla or lemon. With with like a mascarpone with. or yes, just, okay, as well. Nice. You can mix with it. Obviously. Delicious. And would you do? Are you, do you, are you a cocktail man? Do you like a little aperitivo or some um, good wine? What's your kind of drink of choice? I'm a lover of aperitivo, especially I love my Negroni. Yeah, me too. My love Campari. Negroni. Yeah. A bit naughty, but definitely I'm a big lover of wine. Mm-hmm. And these days I'm all into it. Organic wine. Yeah. Orange. Less headache. Brava. Yeah. Less headache. And uh, as well, they saw interesting, and I love. The minerality of it. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. My my palate is not so good with floral, perfumey. Mm-hmm. I'm more like dryness of mm-hmm. the wine, more saltiness. Uh, probably grow up near the sea, we have that kind of uh, grapes like Vermentino. Mm-hmm. And I really fancy that. Yeah. yeah. There's some incredible natural wines and kind of skin contact wines. 100%. And, and at the moment. Do you 100%. serve some at the restaurant? I don't actually know. Actually. Um, we, have, uh, we have a nice list, very mixed. We do uh, have uh, importing now some Israeli wine. Oh, which interesting. Is, I don't think I've ever drunk Israeli wine. It's a new world to me too. Yeah. And when I was in Tel Aviv, I tried some of them and they getting really interesting. Okay. I think they're coming to very strong to the English market at the moment. Delicious. And do you have a favorite ingredient? Favorite ingredient. Um, I say always to everyone, one of my most favorite ingredients uh, must be aubergine. Oh my God, that's my favorite ingredient. And I brought you one to try I know, today. I'm looking at it already. It's my <laughs> aubergine carpaccio, which is a vegetarian dish served with a green tahini mm-hmm. and a tomato uh, crushed. It's a beautiful dish. I'm looking at it right now. With a bit of touch of hazelnuts and oregano. It's mm-hmm. pretty interesting. Please let me know. And there's some sesame on there as well. Yes, uh, there is a bit of za'atar. Yeah, I can see it. Mm, delicious. So please do let me know what you think. How do you find the produce in London then? Are there things that you kind of specifically miss from Italy, like ingredients or coffee or...? I would say in London, uh, since I am here, uh, after a long time, uh, the food scene is growing fast. Mm. In terms of vegetable, I think this country has a lot of to offer right now. Uh, one of my favorite things is the asparagus in this country, yeah. especially the purple one. I must say, probably one of the best of the world. But this year, I had a new big discovery, which is the tomatoes from British tomatoes. Hundred percent. white tomatoes. Isle of white tomato. Yeah, yeah, okay. Tomato style is one of my favorite company to use at the moment. They got such a beautiful quality and yeah. different kind of tomato from the yellow baby to the yeah, tiger green then. to beef tomato uh, amazing amazing okay. product i suggest you wow, to try wow that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a you know strong kind of consensus having an italian man say that british tomato no 100% are good. i stop maybe despite having a bit of this brexit problem at the moment <laughs> We stopped buying tomato, not because uh, the connection with Italy, but because we find the English tomato really good. very competitive, yeah. almost better. 
It's nice also, I think, to buy food. Food always tastes better, I think, when it's come from, had traveled, traveled less, I think. 100%. Um, my, my asparagus all over the, the spring was from this country. And was it Norfolk just, asparagus or was it corn Yes, asparagus? and uh, there is another great valley where you can find Y Valley, yeah, yeah. Correct. Also good. Correct. I'm a Norfolk girl, though, so I'm always Sorry. pushing Norfolk. <laughs> Norfolk asparagus is great asparagus. <laughs> no, but that's good. We do have some incredible ingredients here, I have to say. No, it's, uh, it's growing and a lot. great seafood as well, I think. You, you oh, know, yes. Great we can get wow. great crab here. Amazing. Uh, I love using... Uh, the scallops, the lobster yeah. from Scotland, um, amazing crabs, seeing oyster. Yeah, I mean, you guys doing very well. Thanks. Can't complain. Yeah, good. I'm <laughs> glad to hear it. And you definitely make it work. So let's go a little bit back more into the professional kitchen. Yes. Do you think there's been a dish or maybe a couple of dishes that have really kind of defined your career in the kitchen? Like, are there a few things you can look at and be like, yeah, I'm wow. and you're proud of them? One of the very proud dish I do at the moment is definitely has to be my tortelli. Mm-hmm. Um, I created this tortelli at least four years ago and it became one month strong signature dish stuffed with smoked burrata cheese. Oh, yeah. With the balsamic. Grana Padano, so touch of balsamic, pistachios. It's an amazing dish. It's really amazing. I, I recall you tried yeah, it. Yeah, I've tried it. And <laughs> it's very good. And it's that aged balsamic. It's really, yes, it it's is really 10 years aged yeah. age balsamic. Uh, is doesn't disappoint people actually give a nice smile to, to people <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah that's that's a, definitely a winning dish and yeah. so were you were you cooking that before you were at Mortimer House Kitchen yes, yes I did cooking Lanima it got really success I I played that in uh, when I was MasterChef too so yeah. now I get really into the uh, English public so people recognize now that dish that dish is it's difficult to remove from the menu yeah. I must say okay and it's kind of a, it's your dish it's oh, like yes. associated with 100%. you is, it's really 100%. lovely nice um, and throughout your career do you think you've had people who have kind of been acted as your mentor or people who you've kind of really found inspiring and crucial to that I would say uh, one of my uh, mentor initially was my teacher Mm-hmm. Because he is the first, he brought me to this world. I did my first season uh, not being paid for three months, just as an apprenticeship. Yeah. But then in I, Italy. In Italy, yeah. in Sardinia. In Sardinia. I was 15. And uh, he was the first uh, guy who introduced me to this world. Mm. And I'm really glad he did. And I'm still very uh, proud of what we've done and actually now he's in London he's oh, cooking in London brilliant. and uh, he's probably around 55 now and he wants to come and do stage in my kitchen get, oh my god how wow, funny is that that's so and funny. I'm really proud of it yeah that's so amazing so probably we will do something together soon. that's so exciting yeah it is I think the dynamics of kitchens are changing for sure. Um, I mean, we're seeing more women in the kitchen. Uh, and I yes. think also men and women in the kitchen are able now to have families and, and spend time with their family and still spend time with the kitchen, which I guess is is like another kind of family. Do you think Do you think? I think, changed? yes. Being a chef, we have two families. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm very honest with you. We have our family at home and we have our family at mm-hmm. work because uh, you spend so many hours at work that... You really need to create a little environment where you feel comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And I think Mortimer House, despite his seven floors, members club with a gym, we create a little world, yeah. a little micro organism. And uh, 
we try to, you know, succeed, yeah. make this place work, and it's actually happening. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And what do you think is the most important kind of quality as a leader in, in, in a kitchen, being a head chef? Oh, wow. This is a nice question these days. <laughs> um, I think being a leader, <clears throat> probably first you need to show uh, your staff respect. Mm -hmm. That's, I think, one of the most important things. And as well, uh, oh, I always try to create, as we touched uh, before this topic, a little family. Mm -hmm. in the kitchen where everybody respects each other uh, but also is a very competitive um, uh, environment yeah. when you know people want to show their skills and their passion mm -hmm. so and they want to move up as well obviously right? and I like hungry people yeah I like people who want to succeed <laughs> mm -hmm. and uh, yeah I think I think being a leader is not easy uh, these days and uh, spending so much time in the kitchen you definitely learn something from the top people. Um, so, I Are there, is there shouting in your kitchen? <laughs> I would lie if I say no. Um, <laughs> we we got we got a showcase kitchen in front of yeah, it's hundred like an open, people. An open kitchen, so semi. probably when it's get very busy, we passed. No, uh, we are not so in the middle of the yeah. uh, scene, but. We are a bit loud. Yeah. To be Italian. I mean, that's, yeah, exactly. And I was going to say. Despite not... I'm in a Mediterranean place, I've got 20 Italian chefs. Yeah, okay. really? So I'm very proud. So to you say. attract the Italians. That's good. Well, yeah, I think so. <laughs> They know how to make pasta. <laughs> At least. <laughs> <laughs> It's good. Okay, so let's go back a little bit, or, or maybe not even that far. Can you talk to us about maybe your most memorable dining experience, either in a restaurant or a meal at home or dinner party, whatever, the most memorable meal that you've ever had? Definitely. Um, I think is uh, going backward a couple of years ago when I was a bit younger, I have a strong memory uh, about a meal I had in St. Petersburg mm -hmm. in a place called Marivanna. Marivanna is now, after a couple of years, in London as well. But when I tried, it was the only place in Russia. Um, and it was phenomenal, sensational. He had, I still remember, four old ladies, Russian, mm -hmm. cooking inside the kitchen. This little ravioli, deep fry, steam. Uh, I remember having a few shots of vodka, probably increased the happiness. <laughs> and uh, as well, a lot of smoky stuff, salted. And yeah. uh, 
was amazing. It was they very, like, very authentic. Yeah. Yes. They like the pickles and stuff there as oh, well. Oh, yes. Like it's very cold. So yeah. the preservation of food is is needed yeah. since, you know, the early days. And the vodka to keep warm. You've got to keep warm. 100%. Well. <laughs> <laughs> and what about eating in London or, or kind of where would you, if you, I'm not telling people to go to your restaurant, where would you tell people to go and eat? I would say mm, perhaps because I'm doing a lot of uh, this Middle Eastern cuisine, I'm a big fan of call office mm -hmm. at the moment. And uh, I'm a very good friend of the chef, which is doing an incredible menu. Lots of uh, vegetarian dish like I do and uh, nice element from Tel Aviv and Israel, mm -hmm. which at the moment... It's having a moment. I think is the, 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 the trend. Yeah, for, for sure. Uh, yes, I do think so. So what about mistakes? Because I think lots of people are afraid to entertain because they think they're going to make a mistake in the kitchen. But we all make mistakes in the kitchen. 100%. So I wanted to ask you, has there been a time where you've made a mistake, a, a, you know, a big mistake, either when you're in the restaurant or when you're cooking for family or something, you know, where you were like, shit, I've just really messed up? Wow. <laughs> That's a nice question. And now, between my memory... <clears throat> I don't recall such a big mistake. Mm -hmm. I'm honest. Um, That's good. I mean, I'm a very. I try to be as professional as I could, mm -hmm. and uh, I don't recall such a mess in the kitchen. Uh, I remember to solve many problems in the kitchen or mistakes. Uh, but as as a normal human being, I'm sure I did a lot of mistakes when I was very young. And definitely when you are in Italy, overcooked pasta is something easy yeah, yeah. to do to, to happen when it's you are crime, young. It's a crime, isn't it? And when I was young, it was not really uh, suggested things in a kitchen <laughs> <laughs> with a um, scary chef shouting at you. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, definitely. I remember that. But no, no super messy mistake. Yeah. That's good. That's yeah. good. Good. To, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> so, what have you got kind of coming up for the rest of the year? For I guess also going into 2020. I guess we're nearly at the end. Of wow, the year. I think my end of 2019 is <laughs> extremely busy. I'm taking part of London Restaurant Festival this year. Mm -hmm. So I have a guest chef coming from Tel Aviv. His name is Moshiko. And he has a few concepts, uh, very famous and popular in Tel Aviv and Jerusalem. Uh, we're going to do a four-end night here in uh, London and also the Festival of Fitzrovia. Um, this is one thing happening in London. Um, talking about elsewhere, uh, abroad, I'm doing Open Restaurant Festival in November, literally a month after London, yeah, wow. and is in connection with uh, the London Restaurant Festival. Mm -hmm. So again, I'm going as a resident in the kitchen of Moshiko, and I will do a master class mm -hmm. for journalists, for 20 people, I think, and a special night with six courses menu. Wow, that's cool. What yeah. are you going to teach in your master class? I'm still uh, developing the recipe, but definitely I don't want to risk myself in Tel Aviv. I cook, I will cook Italian. Mm -hmm. Yes, 100%. Cook and for definitely you, no? pasta. Okay, cool. Yes, I think it's the uh, very nice option to do a cooking class mm -hmm. and people get all together and they get really involved so fun getting Cooking messy pasta is so fun as it, well. it is and uh, you believe or not despite many people say it's, it's easy to make pasta i think it's when when i do cooking class yeah. i can see the face of surprised people uh, when they learn 
easy tricks yeah. or something they never never experienced before. Yes. Really fun. So we're coming almost to the end now. And I wanted to ask, what three things do you advise to always have in the kitchen? Oh. Three ingredients. I would say because I like aubergine, I always want aubergine, <laughs> aubergine in my menu. Yeah. I'm sorry. So this is must be one. Um, the other one probably has to be olive oil. Mm-hmm. Good olive oil. I definitely love my olive oil uh, instead of butter to mm-hmm. cook with. Italian olive oil? Definitely. Yeah. Yes. And uh, as a third ingredient, I'm from Sardinia. One of the best ingredients I use in my kitchen is botarga. Botarga is a, a raw from grey mallet, mm-hmm. which is uh, dried. So you use on top of the pasta or on top of different ingredients, which could be fish or I do as well use on top of dairy kind yeah. of mozzarella yeah. or burrata. And these days people use on top of the meat. Very controversial. Okay. They use on top of the beef is a great uh, supplement which gives so much flavor to the food in this case little saltiness as well so is it always dry or it's, dry, ever... it's dry it's uh, dry no, uh, no fresh and if you can think of botarga you definitely think of anchovy okay yum delicious. similar yeah. flavor strong very intense punchy yeah. yes definitely punchy Okay, delicious. Yeah. And then just because Ita- it, well, Italian food is definitely the food of love and you're our first Italian chef. Thank you. What would you cook to kind of win someone's heart over? What would be your kind of like date night dinner? Oh, wow. This is a nice question. Um, <laughs> if has to be, has to be, again, my Pasta. tortelli. Oh, yeah. Okay, yes, good. I give you even the recipe. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll definitely take it. But it's definitely... My tortelli. Yeah. Yes. Brilliant. Delicious. And very last question. If you could have three people, anyone in the world, to your supper table, they can be alive, they can be dead, they can be from a fictional book or anything, who would you have to your dinner table? My dinner table would be Sophia Loren. Oh, yeah. What a babe. Definitely. I think she's the biggest representation of Italian around the entire world. Yeah. Okay. And her love for food and passion is uh, unbelievable so she's still alive and i would be glad to have a dinner with her have you met her no unfortunately not we need to sort that out i bet she would love the pasta you oh definitely yeah for sure definitely. i think she can teach me something <laughs> so sophia loren <laughs> sophia loren um i think one has to be now i go a bit odd but i would say will smith Cool, yeah, yes. for, some, for think, some comedy. Yes, I think he's a great guy and I follow him in all his, all, all his career. He used to be, when I was young, one of my idols. Yeah. And when I discovered he born same day as mine, as mom, really? I was like, oh my God. Yeah, that's, you need there to was meet. Some, yes, yeah, and some I chemistry. think he's such a you know, great talent. Uh, he does so many things, not only cinema, but music, theatre and comedian I mean his social media is really funny do you follow him he's so great yeah his little motivational videos are so funny I think he's just you know uh, a great character yeah he's brilliant he's uh, he's definitely one of my heroes and one of the last I would say probably my grandfather which is not with us anymore but he used to be a superman and uh, you know he he probably gave me the example how to be you know, so operative in work and he was such mm-hmm. an art worker and such a funny man and uh, always happy. So, so nice. I hope, you know, to follow his uh, yeah. his rules. Yes. 
really lovely. I mean, I'm sure it would be a fantastic table, fantastic dinner with fantastic pasta. Great. Thank you. So, thank you so much, Lolo. That was brilliant. Thank that, you for thanks coming. Thanks for the invite. And, you know, hope you enjoy. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you liked it, rate it, review it, talk about it, share it, and invite your friends around for supper. This has been a Studio 71 production. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.